Hi everybody, this is the second episode on operations management. Today we'll be discussing characteristics of operations management in goods and service businesses. So, do you remember the key elements of operations? In the last episode, we learned that the key elements of operations are inputs, processes and outputs. We discussed how to identify these elements in two businesses that sell goods. Remember I gave you a pretty detailed example of inputs, processes and outputs for a bakery. Then we discussed how identifying the processing phase of a purely retail business where goods are purchased and then on-sold without being transformed can seem a bit more difficult. In these businesses, operational processes will be predominantly concerned with the management and movement of materials and with the selling of goods. Wendy, a listener from a school in Melbourne's north, emailed me to ask if I could include a detailed discussion of the elements of operations in a service business. So before we move on, let's do that now. Today I'm attending a Pilates class at my local gym. This is a wonderful example of a service business. It's run by a mum who I know through my son's school. There's a lovely community here. The business is conducted mostly in a single room. There's weight machines around the outside of the room and in one corner there's treadmills and rowing machines. In the centre of the room is an open space where group exercise classes are conducted. And that's where I am now doing my Pilates class. Weight's giving you a little bit of extra resistance. And then again on the exhale, we roll back up, round spine reaching. And the only time it's a flat back is when you... The gym would be best described as a business that provides services. The Pilates class is one of those services. According to the business's website, the services provided includes interval training, personal training, group training and nutrition advice. Group training is the classes that the gym provides. At my gym, some classes are provided by employees of the gym, such as step, machine circuit, hit, and cardio strength classes. Other classes are provided by visiting instructors. Pilates and Zumba are examples of this. All of these services are outputs of the business. Like many service businesses, this gym sells some products. Water, sports drinks and protein bars are examples of goods that many gyms provide. These are included in the business's outputs. The inputs are those things that are essential to the provision of these outputs. Do you remember the six categories of inputs? The first is materials. There are no material inputs that are consumed or converted in order to provide these services. There are material inputs for the goods that are sold though. These are the water, sports drinks and protein bars. 
Capital equipment includes the premises and the fitness equipment used in the gym. Labour refers to any staff associated with providing the services or selling the goods. In the case of my Pilates class, this will include the physiotherapist who runs the class. Information. At the beginning of my class, the instructor always asks if anyone has any injuries. If someone in the class has an injury, the instructor will modify the classes to suit this person. So this information becomes an input to the process. Time. My Pilates class runs for 45 minutes. Improving operations often involves streamlining processes in order to make them more efficient. If my instructor were to speed things up a bit and finish in 35 minutes, do you think that would be seen as an example of operational efficiency? No. Customers pay for 45 minutes of Pilates instruction and that's what they expect to receive. The 45 minutes therefore becomes an input to operations. Money. The services offered at my gym are paid for through memberships, so there's very little cash money exchanged. However, the drinks and protein bars are cash sales. For these to occur, the business must carry a float of cash in order to provide change in these cash sales. This money is an input to the process. Now, let's move on to processes. I'll outline now some of the processes that the gym will provide. These processes might have documented procedures or they might just be learned on the job. There'll be a process for cash sales, another one for starting new memberships and for ceasing memberships. There'll also be separate processes for each of the services provided by the business, interval training, personal training and group training, and another process for providing nutritional advice. That completes our look at inputs, processes and outputs of a service business. I hope that makes things really clear. That gives us a good basis for looking at characteristics of operations management in goods and service businesses. All businesses produce goods or services. Goods are tangible, which means you can touch them. Goods are generally produced in advance of being consumed and will need to be stored and transported. Think about our bakery or Kmart examples. When the bakery was making bread, I was probably asleep. I didn't need to be involved in the making of the bread. When Kmart were purchasing, transporting and storing their products, I also wasn't involved. As customers of these businesses, we are only involved in the sales process. All other processes happen without our input. This is often not the case with service businesses. Services are intangible. These are the things you cannot touch. Services cannot be stored and are normally produced and consumed at the same time. I cannot purchase a Pilates class off the shelf. I can't touch it or package it. Rather, I engage with it. I must be present for the service to be provided. This is true of many services. Let's summarise what we've learnt today. Businesses may provide goods or services or both. Goods are tangible, that means products that can be seen and touched. The production or processing of outputs in a business that sells goods is separate to the consumption of those goods. Goods can be stored as inventory. 
customers are typically removed from the operations process in a business that provides goods. Service businesses provide intangible products. The production of the service and its consumption occur at the same time. Services cannot be stored. Customers are often involved in provision of the service. That marks the end of today's episode. Can you explain the characteristics of operations management in goods and service businesses? On the next episode, we'll look at the link between operations management and business objectives. Thanks so much for listening.